spell There is magic to be found And stories here to tell Feed the fire, merry meat Dare to more than dabble All are welcome at our hearth For a little bonfire babble Bonfire babble To the bonfire Exploring magic with two modern witches I'm Corey And I'm Detta Welcome back everybody Hello Hello uh, It's been busy I feel like around the studio lately It has Yeah It has we just want to shout out all of our Patreons. You're so we awesome. We also want to thank the people who've taken the time to rate and review us. And for those of you that wrote something, Gabrielle, Tara, I cried when I read your review. Thank you so much in a good way. I was so moved and so touched and so honored and grateful. And so was Corey. Jin Boothby, you rock. Thank you for the review, and thank you for being a patron. And Pacey the Cat, I'm just seeing yours as well. Thank you so much, and thank you also for being a patron. We love you all so very much. We really appreciate you taking the time to give a review. It helps other people find us, and it's so helpful to know that you're enjoying the podcast. And it makes us feel really good to hear your feedback, and it helps us be better and helps us keep doing what we're doing. So thank you because we love doing it. This is coming out a little bit later. We are recording on... Today's the 21st. Thank you. February 21st. I only know because I have a corporate shell job. Oh. So I've been looking at the time all day. (laughs) When is it over? (sighs) When capitalism falls. Yeah, it's the 21st of February. But it will be March 2nd, the new moon, and also Ash Wednesday when this episode drops. We're creeping towards Pisces season. We're there. We're there? We're there, the 19th. We're creeping towards spring. I don't know where I am in space or time. It's fine. about it space and time time. is it real who knows yeah i don't know i don't (laughs) oh did i tell you (laughs) this is for everybody to hear did i tell you about the full like 30 second existential crisis i had on the freeway which is a terrible place to have an existential crisis yes it is and no you didn't okay so i'm on the freeway and i'm driving home from my i'm driving home from my brother's house and uh which is like way up north and I'm driving south to come home, and the very strong, like, cannot escape it thought, what if none of this is real, though, came across my brain? While you're driving. And the grip it had on me, Detta, while I was going 60 miles an hour, I was like, this is the worst possible time to have this moment. (laughs) Have you seen the new Matrix? No, but I want to. Oh, it's so good. I've heard good things. Everybody, yes. For one thing, I think Keanu Reeves is just... Oh, I'm in love with him. I love him to death. Yeah. Yeah. And Carrie Ann Moss. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I definitely was like, what if none of this is real, though? What if it's like a simulation, or it's made up, or like doesn't exist, and it's like a dream? Somebody's dream. It was the weirdest... 
it was the weirdest moment. And all I could think afterwards was that was weird. And also, I wish it hadn't happened when I was behind the wheel of a vehicle. (laughs) Um, So anyway, that happened. Yeah, that's a scary place for it to happen. (laughs) It was very weird and unnecessary. Anyway, speaking of space and time. (laughs) So, yes, what did you decide I don't know. It passed. Oh, okay. But it was a definitely a very scary moment that, like, I imagine prehistoric peoples, like, looking up at the sky, like, feeling that same way, like, oh, is this real? What's going on? So, anyway, that happened. Wow. Well, I have something exciting to share. Please. It's a little bit old. Okay. It's February 5th, and so by, it came out February 5th, so by March when this gets released, it'll be really old. Did you hear about the donation of the Redwood property to the tribal, to the Sinkyon Sinkyon Wilderness Council? And and yeah. I did hear about this. I'm so excited. I did hear about this. And I, because I follow Show Me Your Mask, uh, I am like up to date on all of the lands being ceded back to their tribes. And like all of the oil executives who are tanking Ooh. Pardon the pun. Yeah. I did hear that there's still a fight for from her, that yeah. there's still a fight for line three. Yes. Yeah. Still going on. And the other good news is Iceland is no longer giving out whaling permits. How exciting. I know. I'm very happy. Amazing. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. Oh, so I was very, news. very happy. As we go into spring. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I love so, it. Yeah. That was all my chat. You had lip gloss, though. Oh, Talk to me about your lip gloss. I don't know if you all know, I love Corey's aesthetic. I think, oh my gosh. Right now, I am literally sitting in the studio barefaced with soggy hair because I took a shower before I came here. I'm wearing yoga pants and a plaid flannel with nothing under it. And she still looks amazing. That is the style we're rocking with today. Um... But I will say this, I got a new lip gloss on a whim because I was having a day and it's so good. It's so good. It's like the perfect lip gloss. It has no stickiness. Ooh. Like it doesn't stick to your hair. Nice. Uh, It's got super high shine. It's really moisturizing. It smells good. It's great. And I'm in love with it and I want to buy it in every single scent. (laughs) It's the little things. It's the little things. It's by NYX. This isn't an ad or anything. They don't need my help, but it's by NYX. It's well, I have never heard of them. The, it's the this is the juice line of okay. lip glosses. It's very this very is good. The juice NYX. I'll have to check them out. Yeah. Well, well, we're talking about mirrors today. We're talking about mirrors today. I have so many thoughts about mirrors. I am very excited to talk about this. So I am too. Let's head out to the library. Let's go to the library. <laughs> I have so many resources. Today. Oh, go. I, I have, have a couple. I have, of course, our long lost love, Wikipedia. I have icysedgwick.com, patheos.com, natgeo.com. Please keep in mind this article is behind a paywall. Templeofchrysalis.com and mirrorhistory.com. Awesome. I also have Patheos and Mickey Muller. I, is it Mueller or Mueller? I don't know. I think Hopefully, it's Mueller, but I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll have to talk to her. Can, may we just say a quick word about sources? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I know some people come down on Wikipedia. I think we've said this before, but I just want to mention it again. Wikipedia is great if you use other sources Mm. and also... If it's actually a really well-researched article, you can go to the sources that they list, and those are often original sources. So they're not perfect. We know they're not perfect. (laughs) I love all your titles for them. I love (laughs) your honorariums. So, but it it leads you to other places that are great. Yeah. Yeah. And growing up in a time when the internet was just starting to Mm -hmm. happen at schools and stuff, Mm -hmm. I have it burned deep into my bones that Wikipedia is not a source. Yeah. I don't let people use it in my class. (laughs) But But I I, think that it's certainly grown since when I was in high school and like it is a place you can go to find other sources. It has. Yeah. It it absolutely has. And, and yeah. And I think they've, and that has definitely gotten better. Yeah. So I still tell my students, don't use wikipedia but go use their sources yeah go find because other... yeah oh i'm sorry what were you yeah, saying? just go find other other places that it sends you yeah because people can change it and you might be there in the moments that it's changed and before it's caught you know yeah. and that is the problem with wikipedia's and but it's also the great thing about wikipedia when it's actually right yeah because so anyway. it can be updated quickly with the times yeah and- yeah. And since we're starting to do book reviews and stuff like that, and if you heard our Llewellyn and Corey and I talked about this, it's really important to me, but it might not be important to you listeners. I don't know. It's important to me that a book has resources listed mm-hmm. and it has original resources listed, but I come from an academic background, even though my pronunciation doesn't always show that your pronunciation <laughs> shows that you read a lot of words without hearing them said out loud That's so, all. so but there's it's just important to me and I Same. I think it should be important to you in some cases listeners yeah. so I just want to drop that and that's why we drop all of our resources in the episode exactly okay and like I agree with you I think unless it's a fiction yeah it should have its sources cited yeah it doesn't have to be like you know college essay bibliography style but I would like a list of sources yeah I want to know where they learned all this stuff okay so that's all I there's my little tangent for today and now we can go back to the library I love it Mm -hmm. okay it's appropriate to talk for the library (laughs) I think so too. yeah uh okay so I've got sort of a rundown okay uh I learned a new word I think I might know what it is is it catoptromancy no. Okay. Oh, oh, I mean, I I do know that word, I but I I the one that I learned that was new today is psychomantium. That's is how fun. it's pronounced, and it's the place that you set up to do your scrying. I love that. I have never read that in any of, my, and if I have read into my witchy books, it did not stick in my brain. I love that. Yeah. What a cool like. I this is it. my psychomantium. Yes, come to my psychomantium. Well, catoptromancy is divination by a mirror or by crystal gazing, hmm. also known as captromancy and anoptromancy, which is fun. To I say. love mancies. I love me some mancies. At its core, what a mirror is, is an object that reflects an image. Importantly, at least I think, mm-hmm. they reflect an image in reverse. I think that's really important. Uh, There have been natural mirrors like smooth water since forever and ever, because water has been around since forever and ever, at least since forever and ever when people existed, because we need it to live. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And humans have been making mirrors for thousands of years. Uh, 
I am not going to get into it because I could talk about it for hours, but please all do yourselves a favor and Google Chinese magic mirror. It's so cool. Because it's the coolest heckin' thing I've ever seen. It's not so much a divinatory thing, which I'm not really getting into it here, but it's, it's a beautiful, amazing work of art that is unreal to think about the construction of. Like, I was reading about how it's made and I was like, what is what is this? I know. <laughs> it's amazing. I know. And we did this. Re- I, I I know that we both did this research a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I did mine around Chinese New Year. Oh, did you? So there was all this stuff coming oh, up about it. I love that. I think that. it was around China. It was a week or two before. Yeah. So mirror scrying, there's no way, like so many other types of divination, there's no way to determine when exactly it began or where. Because still crystal clear waters occur all over the world. Shiny obsidian occurs wherever there's volcanoes. Right. Uh, And a lot of people use obsidian balls for scrying. Exactly. God, I want one so bad. I don't blame you. I want one too. I've seen, I saw one online recently and I was looking at it and I was like, this is truly, truly gorgeous. And then I saw the price tag and I was like, "Mm, (laughs) I want you, but I can't have you. Yeah. I love, and obsidian's one of my favorite stones. It's so beautiful and it's very, very reflective. Because it's difficult to determine where and when it started, I don't have a lot of history for you. I have some things that I'd like to talk about regarding mirrors, particularly in stories, but I don't have a lot of history for you. So okay. do you have any history while we're at the library today? I have history about superstitions Ooh. and stuff like that. Do you have superstition mm-hmm. stuff? There are some superstitions that... Those souls that are not alive are in the mirror world and they're ruled by Zeus Mm. and Olympians that you cover the mirror when somebody dies so that they don't get trapped there on their way to the afterworld or underworld or afterlife. That breaking a mirror obviously causes seven years of bad luck or does it? There are other people that believe that breaking a mirror increases your luck and you can find that both places and I'd never heard that. I read that. that that the reason it was seven years bad luck was because mirrors were so expensive that it would take seven years wages to buy a new one. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, that's great. That's where the seven comes from. Oh, that's awesome. And plus, it's such a beautiful number and sure. sacred number and all that good stuff. Never point your wand at a mirror, metaphorical or literal, is a superstition and not one that I subscribe to, nor is the one that you can never look in a mirror by candlelight I don't subscribe to that either I think that that came about because it just looked creepy Mm. back in the day and I think and then other than that I have some famous mirrors oh famous mirrors famous mirrors tell me Ophelia's mirror sure most of these you all are gonna know Alice in Wonderland sure the mirror of I'm gonna butcher this and I'm sorry to my daughter who's a Lord of Rings fan the mirror of Galadriel thank you (laughs) Snow White Mm-hmm. And, of course, Harry Potter. Well, the mirrors, uh, the famous mirrors that I thought of were Medusa. Oh, yeah. Perseus's shield, which is a mirror. Yes. Uh, Venus's mirror. Mm-hmm. There's Nar- a whole musical about that. Did there you know that? sure is. There is. Narcissus's yeah. mirror. And what was Narcissus's mirror? It was a pond. It was a pond. Yep. <laughs> and Nostradamus, who was very fond of scrying in a mirror whoa yeah i felt like he's been coming up a lot lately so it was important to mention it now i was obsessed with him around the same time i was obsessed with 
revelations. <laughs> so when I was a kid. Sure, sure, sure. I would love to talk about mirrors. Like, just really vibe on some mirrors. Okay. Can we go to the bonfire? Yeah, let's get out to the bonfire. I'm, like, really anxious to do that. Let's do it. Okay. I am so freaked out by mirrors. Are you really? Yes. It is a great fear of mine that I will look in a mirror, I will look down, and I will look back up and something will be in it. It is a humongous fear of mine. Did you watch a lot of horror films? Or no? That was a fear I had before I had seen horror films. Really? Yeah. And now whenever I see that trope in a horror movie, I'm like, you bastard. (laughs) I hate you. I hate you. Uh, And what's worse is when they start to use it and nothing's there. Ugh. Ever. And you just keep waiting. Just miserable. (laughs) But I also am completely drawn in by reflections. So I'm an eye contact person Mm -hmm. who is also... It's super difficult for me not to look at a reflective surface. Do you know how many times I got stuck in a dressing room staring into my own eyeballs in a mirror? No. It's awful. It's an actual problem. And like you have a hard time pulling yourself away? Like I have a hard time pulling myself out. Oh, wow. Doesn't happen with my phone. But it happens with a mirror. Especially if there's like bright lights because then my eyes look really like twinkly. And I get stuck in them. It's a problem. It's a problem. I'm also super scared of things coming out of them. And I get super startled very easily. So when things in my periphery move, it freaks my cheese pretty bad. And mirrors do that. If this freaks you out so badly, then doing stuff with mirrors, scrying, and all that kind of stuff that we're about to talk about. Would freak me out. Really? Because the... What you're describing, not being able to look away from your eyes. And th- what did you say after that? That you get lights? Oh, like uh, um, like if there are lights around the mirror, yeah. it's especially bad. Yeah. Like a dressing room light. I I bet you have some serious mojo. Probably. I should yeah. probably, I should probably face this fear. Yeah. I haven't on purpose because they freak me out. And I was, I remember listening to Welcome to Night Vale which is one of my favorite podcasts of all time. And Cecil has a whole thing about mirrors. And his mother, who was like super terrified of mirrors. And so all the mirrors in his home are covered. And in Welcome to Night Vale, there's always a very real chance that a literal monster will come out of a mirror because it's Welcome to Night Vale. And Welcome to Night Vale, if it weren't on the radio, would freak me out so much more than it does. It's very, very good. The storytelling is incredible. But Cecil's mother told him that someday he was going to die and his death would involve a mirror. Oh, I don't remember that episode. And, oh, man. And he, Come on, Cecil's mom. Well, he says, it, he says it so offhand. He's like, it's just like my mother used to say. Someday you're going to die, Cecil, and your death is going to involve a mirror. And then we would laugh and laugh. Like, <laughs> so it's just like a weird, creepy thing. But it's a through line of the of the story. Yeah. Welcome to Night Vale. And I found it incredibly comforting because I was like, I'm afraid of mirrors. And this is validating in a weird way, even right. though it's a fiction, because like these people are also kind of freaked out by mirrors. And the idea of covering a mirror when somebody's died makes total sense to me. Oh, yeah. Makes total sense to me. Yeah. The idea of washing your mirrors and cleansing your mirrors and keeping them clean 
is very important to me, not because just because I like a reflective shiny surface, but because I don't know, it seems important. It feels important to keep them clean. It's why I have problems with dust on computers and <laughs> monitors and stuff, which Corey is experiencing in the studio right now. My monitor is so dusty. It's but, fine. But it's true. And I have stuff to say about that. Please do. In it, not just Mickey's book, but Mickey's got some great recipes for it. There are things called fluid condensers that you use to clean your magic mirrors. And you could use them for regular mirrors if you wanted to, because any mirror could be magical but if you're using a magical mirror you want to consecrate it and you want to only use it for that if magic happens to happen in your regular mirrors that's something different and you might want to think about cleansing that mirror but fluid condensers are there like I said Mickey's got a lot of recipes there are recipes that you can find on the internet mine is chamomile based for some of them uh peppermint I the base depends on what I've just used my mirror for Mm -hmm. Yeah, and Mickey, I I love her book. Mm-hmm. It's really complete. It covers a lot of material. There's a lot of internet sources out there, and there are a lot of little, I won't even call them chapters. They're, they, like, get mentioned in a ton of Witchcraft 101 books, but there's nothing other than Mickey's that I really, really like. What's the book called? It's The Witch's Mirror, The Craft, Lore, and Magic of the Looking Glass, The Witch's Tool Series, uh, book four. I am finding they are a great jumping off point. Love that. These Witch's Tools books. And as far as, for one thing, I've I've read Mickey for a very, since I was a witch, since I became a witch. She's been writing for journals and the almanacs for a very long time. So I already really like her work and like her style of writing. And it's packed with a lot of information. You can also find a lot of stuff on the internet now as well. On that note, I would like to encourage you that if you land on the first page of Google when you're doing witchcraft search, and all you get is Allure and Cosmopolitan and all of those wonderful places that are really capitalizing on this right now. I don't want to condemn them, yay, going mainstream, but go back to your original witches. And if you discover a witch in one of those magazines, go to their website and do the research with them and on, you know, with with witches that are out there and on social media. So Teen Vogue is doing a really good job of of citing their sources. I love Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue is doing the work. They've been doing that for quite a while. Yeah, big fan. But I I would just hate all the new witches out there to just... Only think that's what there is? Yeah, rely on the magazines. Yeah. Go to Instagram instead. (laughs) There's a lot of great witches on Instagram. Um, I know that sounds cheeky, but seriously, there are a lot of legit witches on Instagram right now. A lot of generations on Instagram. For sure. Not so many generations on TikTok. So anyway, her book is really, really great. And I just highly recommend it. Not because Llewellyn sent it to me. (laughs) Just because I like it. I did a... I had an apartment that was deeply fucking haunted Mm. in college. And this is before I was, like, practicing. And it was so haunted, Detta. It was so haunted... But it was only $375 a month. So you could put up with the haunt? So I could put up with the haunt. But I do remember I... Corey, I wish I'd known. I would have come over. I appreciate you. 
I did a vinegar, lemon, and lavender cleanse. That is a great cleanse. And that's a great mirror cleanse. Yeah, I didn't learn that anywhere. I just put it together and did it. Because I was like, this feels right. Uh, And I did it on the mirror and all the windows. Cool. And it felt much better. But it was so haunted. (laughs) Also... It was so poorly put together. You couldn't open the fridge all the way because the ca- the counter on the other side of the kitchen was too close. Hmm. And you couldn't open the oven all the way for the same reason. So did, did you ever get to know any of the haunters? No. No. It was less, it felt less like people and more like vibes. Oh. So you were getting leftover energy. Yeah, bad places stuff. Places that used to be, people who used to be there. It was gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's a good smoke cleanse calling there. Yeah. I lit a lot of incense in that yeah. apartment that I wasn't allowed to light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, one of the reasons I brought up the fluid condensers is because some people make black mirrors for scrying and other work. And I want to know what black yeah. mirrors are. Uh, they're just a mirror that you take and you paint black and you scry in or used to reach out to the dead How can you scry them if you paint them black? I guess it's reflective. I've never used them, so I've only read about them. But it's painted. You should read Mickey's book. Okay. I will. I'm going to write it down. One of the things about that is why fluid condensers are used for stuff like that and cleansing is if you don't want to get a surface wet, you can fluid condensers, even though fluid is in the phrase, also comes as powder. Mm. I would have said I'm not a big mirror user, but I am. (laughs) I'm just on very two specific things. Okay. I've used mirrors for a long time around our house to reflect bad energy that is pointed towards our house, back to the cinder. I've just done it intuitively and as a witch for as long as I can, since I think the first year I became a witch while I was still in my year and my day. I also carry a compact mirror with me specifically for opening and rejecting energy when I'm in a place with bad vibes. Okay. The other thing that I use it for, because I can't scry with a mirror, and which is why I've never tried with a black mirror, even though the black mirror, the black mirror does reflect. It just, it's, I mean, think of it like obsidian, I guess, for some reason. Are you looking it up? I just found a black obsidian scrying mirror that I want to buy. So I was looking at black mirrors. And it went to black obsidian instead. And it went to black obsidian. Yeah. You can make your own. You can really cheaply, but you probably wouldn't wash that one a lot or you might chip off the paint and that's what the the powders are for. But I can't scry in a mirror. I can't not see me Uh. when I'm scrying. Now, having said that, when I'm doing ancestor work and portal work, I absolutely cannot see me it's like but yeah but when I'm scrying I can't have you ever looked at those paint they're the magic paintings where you try to see the image in it I suck at those very badly I suck so badly at those which is probably why I suck at scrying in a mirror I can scry in a crystal ball though it's just scrying is not always my go-to my go-to are dreams and stuff but anyway I do have a great story about ancestor work with a mirror if you want to hear it. I want to hear that. I want to make a small point oh, that please. is relevant to what you were talking about. And I'm like processing. This happens a lot on this show is you say a thing and then I start like processing what you're saying and I realize I actually do want to try a thing. Yeah. So thanks. Uh, 
But I'm I like, hope that's happening to listeners as well. I would like to get a small mirror dedicated to doing this because I th- think I, w- because when I get lost, when I get stuck, not lost so much, when I get stuck in a mirror, mm-hmm. I can't see my face anymore. Oh my, you've got like, some mojo. Like I can't, like I'm stuck in my eyeballs. I'm I can't jealous. See my face. Well, it's frightening. So I think that if I could do it with intention and like really focus, like have a focus, maybe that could be a really cool thing. Like it I, might be. I could do some path working that way. Oh, y- yes, I bet you could. Yeah. It might be more effective than just looking into a candle flame. I don't know. I love candle flames, but it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Listeners? who's to say I couldn't have a candle flame at the bottom of the mirror? Exactly. You know. I love candles. Real fucking spooky up I in here. I <laughs> love candles around mirrors. And that's what I do when I do my ancestor work or my... So I I have to preface this with saying... I am ready. ...that I am in Teresa Reed's writing group. And I'm writing a book. And one of my chapters is about an experience that I had with a mirror once. So I'm not going to tell you the whole thing that I wrote on at my last writing group, but it's really fresh in my head because that's what I happened to write about last group. And there was a time when I was doing shadow work and it, it was actually just this fall. I've had a couple powerful journey experiences into ancestors, not just my own past. This one was specifically into my past. And this doesn't happen very often, but sometimes it happens in dreams. And this is the first time it ever happened while I was doing a mirror Mm -hmm. where I was transported back to a memory of mine. And I was, I felt like I was there. Oh my! I could feel the heat on my skin of the sunny day. I could feel the dirt beneath my bare feet I could smell it was so visceral and when we talk about that the mirror as the vortex is transporting you that was my very first after you know what has it been 23 years of practicing that I've had that experience with a mirror I've had that experience with dreams actually quite a bit and it went through the entire day and it probably went faster or slower I actually don't know because I didn't look at the clock that night when I was doing it but I was specifically doing shadow work because I I say all the time and I know you do too that pain is not a competitive sport and that's true between our own pain as well yeah and I kept not dealing with this memory because I was like it's just not that big of a deal it's just not that big of a deal and I didn't choose to go down this memory I was getting ready it was uh it was back in October of 2021 and I was in this room and I looked outside and the bunnies were there because I put out food for bunnies and raccoons and everything like that and it took me back to a memory about bunnies wow. in my childhood that was very traumatic and oh, and it was it, so I one of those yeah and it wasn't I don't always do shadow work when I do ancestor work, but this was definitely shadow work. So mm-hmm. it was a Venn diagram thing there. It, it was just so powerful. I was in a circle, everyone. I I was in the liminal. I had cast my circle. I had kept myself safe. I also had some, whenever I do mirror work, because I believe in the power of the mirror and just what you said about the reverse stuff, I always have sigils and I have sigils on my mirror. Yeah. This particular mirror... <laughs> It's the first time I used it for any of my ancestor work. Mm. 
is the mirror that hung in my parents' bedroom for as long as I can remember. So it's a really old mirror. Yeah. A lot of stuff probably. Yeah. And then it hung in our hallway after he passed away. Oof. Yeah. And I still have it. So, of course, it took me somewhere like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All I can think of now is in the movie Constantine. Mm. When he traps that demon in a mirror. Yes. Oh my gosh, I'd forgotten about that. Do you know, again, Keanu Reeves, one of my favorite films. That, is that film. film is one of the only times I've ever been like, this is nothing like the source material and oh, I nothing. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't care because he's so good as John Constantine, mm-hmm. even though he's not blonde or English. Right. And then they did the series and it only lasted 13 episodes. Which was I was so, so sad. sad. I was so upset. I love those comics. I also love John Constantine in the Sandman comics. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that in the movie, he traps a demon in a mirror mm-hmm. and then shatters the mirror, which banishes the demon. Yep. Which there are lots of. Lots of that's stories. That's why you cover when people are dead so they don't get trapped there yep. in that in-between space. Yep. If you believe in yeah. that. Yeah. I think there's an episode of Supernatural about that. It would not surprise me. I'm trying to remember if it was paintings or mirrors. Probably both. (laughs) There is so much lore and supernatural lore around mirrors. And I think for good reason. And here's the other thing, too, to remember about mirrors is that they're made of sand. They're made of sand. And I just love that. It's amazing. I mean, not all of them. As if you go to the history. Because I also ended up on that website. I will say... Also, R.E. Vampires. Yeah. I've Us, got that in my notes, too. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Because there's, I don't have it in my notes. I just know a lot about it because I'm spooky. Ooh, tell me everything. Well, I just want to talk about how if we think about the reasons why a vampire doesn't cast a reflection, mm-hmm. they don't really hold up anymore. And so if a vampire was looking in a modern mirror, it probably would be able to see itself because modern mirrors are not backed with silver. Right. The way that old like antique mirrors are and brass Bra- they were sometimes with brass sometimes right with brass yeah did that ever affect the vampire but leaded silver yeah silver being a purificant silver being a thing that vampires were <laughs> i almost said allergic to but that seems a little bit casual <laughs> for what they were uh and that is so fascinating to me yeah. that idea of this unclean thing unclean thing sure i don't okay. know can't see I know some itself <laughs> can't see itself in a pure element like silver right which i think is fascinating that is fascinating and also you could think like it's undead right it's like mm-hmm. a dead slash undead thing and like there's something probably there with the reverse image of that yeah and like how it's impossible to see and the eyes the are the gateway eyes. to the soul. Yes. So do they have a soul? And if you don't have a soul, can you not see yourself in a mirror? I don't know. Who knows? We don't know. I don't know. Since I actually don't know any vampires, I can't answer that question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to talk about some uses, some other uses for magical mirrors? Yes. All right. Let's do it. You'll have to take the helm on this because I don't right. know many. I will. And I- I'm going to also share some of my UPG. I didn't use mirrors for ancestor work. I didn't use mirrors for anything but banishing for a long time. And I swear to God, it has to do with how much every time I 
looked in a mirror to try to look down, I would see some 80s film in my head where you saw a reflection of Robert Downey Jr. or somebody like that snorting cocaine off of a mirror. Could not get that out of my head. So I think I think that really delayed my growth as a witch with mirror work. The laugh that I just had to swallow back into my body would have blown out your ears. That is the funniest thing I've ever. It's true. <laughs> it's true. I I. Some of the things that you can do to your mirrors uh, or use for your mirrors is that you can put a crystal grid on your mirror. And if you don't know what a crystal grid is, a crystal grid is where you set up certain crystals in a certain pattern that, you know, almost like sigil work that creates some sort of power or enhancement. It's like a field. Yes. Like a playing field for your energy. Exactly. And since it's on a mirror, it's amplified. Sigils on the back of mirrors is something that I absolutely do, depending on what I am using the mirror for. I only have a couple. I did put a sigil on the back of my childhood mirror when I did that work. You can increase your own power. I know some people meditate with mirrors. Mm. Some people store energy in their mirrors. I think that might be a Mickey. I think I might have gotten that one from Mickey. Storing your energy in a mirror that you can draw on it. Sending back energy, banishment, deflection. Uh, This is where I said, why couldn't a vampire see its reflection? Ancestor work, healing work, shadow work. And some people might call that the entire thing. I think that's more of a Venn diagram, though. You could do all of those things together, or you could do them all separately. Seeing into the past Mm -hmm. as well as into the future. I know some people explore their past lives in Mir, which makes sense to me. That makes a lot of sense. And that's what I'm wondering about you. If you are so trapped by your eyes, I wonder if that is a gateway into past lives for you or if it's a gateway for future. So, and of course, divination, the future. Who's to say? Yeah. So I'm really excited if you end up doing this. I think I will. What it does for you. And I think because I'm just that spooky bitch, I will probably get Uh a black one. Oh, yes. Because that's who I am. I love that. I love that's who you are. I do have a big mirror in my bedroom that I got for free that I have cleansed that I could paint. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing I wanted to say. This is true of all your tools, but especially with mirrors. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you are cleansing it when you get it, when you're ready, before you use it. And you can cleanse it, uh, like I said, a fluid condenser or just, you know, a wash. It doesn't have to be a fluid condenser recipe. You can cleanse it with smoke. You can, I would not cleanse it in the sun. Like I know some people do that with their crystals. I would not do that with a mirror because of the reflective. And be careful because some crystals yeah. don't like that. Yeah, some like, crystals don't like, just like some crystals don't like water. Unprocessed opals don't like yeah. being in the sun, yeah. but love being in water. Yeah. I and, have a whole jar. <laughs> and you can't put selenite in water or it dissolves. No. Bad news. Yeah. yeah. So, so make sure you're cleansing it. Then make sure you're blessing it. Then make sure you're dedicating it and consecrating it. And then I really recommend, I really recommend casting a circle if you're going to do any of that pathway, journeying, scrying work. When you're banishing and you're out in, you know, public, 
I mean, sometimes I still visualize <laughs> an energy circle and shield and, and go ahead and do it. But I don't cast a full circle when I'm out. But when I'm doing that type of work, I absolutely mirror work. Mirror work happens in the circle for me. That seems reasonable. Yeah. I think I probably would have to have a protective circle, too, because yeah. I I think I'd have to do literally everything I could to feel safe. Yeah. Since my scaredy cat brain is like, be careful. Something's mm-hmm. going to come out of there. Yeah. And get you. Yeah. I talked a lot. Do you have anything else I you talked a add? lot, too. Oh, We both did. I guess it's a podcast. I guess it's a podcast where we, do where we talk a lot. If somebody wants to <laughs> send me a beautiful black obsidian scrying mirror our p.o box <laughs> i joke uh, i joke i joke i'll get my own <laughs> so i have written down your recommendation for mickey miller's book okay i want to talk just a tiny bit about medusa oh please just a little she was she was robbed i have a lot of feelings about oh medusa. i do too i have a lot of feelings about medusa i had to play athena in a scene for a directing class about Medusa and Poseidon and the whole thing and I hated playing Athena in that oh, moment yeah. because well. I was like how could you betray her so much Athena how could you, how could you anyway that's not the point yeah that's not the point I will never shut up about it if I go down that road but I want to talk about first of all the audacity <laughs> of Perseus yeah uh and secondly I want to talk about his mirrored shield okay and I want to talk about it in the abstract pretty much because it's like, I want to talk about the mirror as weapon. Because it's not a defense in this case. He It's it's set up like it's supposed to be a defense for him. But it's a weapon. Yeah. Right? It is, it is designed so that he can kill her. And he can look at her without being turned to stone. It is a way for him to... It is a means to kill this this being. And steal her power. And steal her power. And I have so many problems with that. So many problems with that. I think that it illustrates something really important about mirrors, if not about <laughs> patriarchal power trips. Uh-huh. But I think that it... It illustrates something super interesting for mirrors, which is they are where power is. And I think that's really important to think about. Well, when you think about enhancing your power Mm -hmm. with a mirror, yeah, Reflecting your power. Reflecting, yeah. Sending it out. Doubling it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's important to think about. And I also think that you should all do some research about Medusa. You should read some old stories and you should read some new retellings and you should read, just read about her because from a different perspective, she got fucking robbed, man. Shafted. Just real bad. I still have to read Circe. I've not read it. yet. I haven't read it either. We should read it. We should. (gasps) Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Boom. We're doing it. Uh, should we send up some some sparkly yeah, sparks? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Okay. You go first this time. Okay. I was bad. I have two. Oh, I'm ready. So one of them is Shannon Burla. And heck yes. I just have to tell you, I have to be transparent. She is one of our Patreons, but 
I am so glad because I don't think I would have discovered her awesomeness because once she signed up, she was one of the first people to sign up. And I went right to her Instagram and was like, what the heck? She does sword magic, y'all. It's pretty rad. And, and belly dancing. Belly dancing. And I'm now part of her Patreon. Bonfire Babble is part yeah, of her Patreon. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't mean to, to do that since I love there it. are two of us. But maybe I'll double her Patreon then since there are both of us and keep it with Bonfire. Her work is so cool and so inspiring. And she did this belly dance challenge, her Patreon. And her Instagram is also really cool if you can become a patron she did this belly dance challenge and there's this one dance that she's doing that's so slow and just moving her body in a way that I was just like I have to stand up I have to move right now I have to even though I don't know anything about this and she also has this great tier to give back to communities that she might use their influence Mm. on her work and I just thought that was so brilliant. Compensating and just, for a borrowed practice. W- compensating for borrowed practice and also just with no justification, you can come in at this tier. If you're from one of these communities, you only pay 10 bucks and you get everything. Nice. And everything is a lot. A lot. <laughs> I do notice we yeah. get emails like every other day. Yeah. Of stuff. I know. Amazing. So, so that's my first one. Okay. And my second one, and I started to think, Corey, I think you might have shouted him out before. Have you ever shouted out the sous chef? And does everybody know what a sous chef is? Sous is usually spelled S-O-U-S. No, you haven't. But this is S-I-O-U-X. But this is S-I-O-U-X. I I haven't. I don't think it's been a spark yet, but I I thought this might be something. And he has a website. I mean, he has an Instagram that is him. He started a website called Natives, N-A-T-I-F-S. And we'll put it in the show notes and Corey will put it in the Instagram. It's North American Traditional Indigenous Food Systems. It's Indigenous Food Labs. And you can learn all about indigenous foods and how they've affected our food and our culture and creating regional indigenous food access. It's just, it's so cool, y'all. I think I've heard of this person (sighs) and I remember they did an episode on Bannock, I think. I think you're right. And I was like, oh boy, that's fascinating. Yeah. It's really cool. I love that because I'm used to tortillas and I'm used to... Uh, like sopa pias mm-hmm. and things like that. And fry bread is almost exactly oh. the same thing. I love fry bread. And like, like I don't mean it's exactly the same thing, but I mean it's like similar ingredients, mm-hmm. similar process. And I was blown away by how similar they were. I was like, that makes so much sense. I am amazed sometimes about how the same ingredients can make something different depending mm. on what you do with it. And they're the exact same ingredients. It's like, like how does that happen? Eggs can do anything. It's amazing. Okay, they're the my sparks. Chef. Natives. So, yeah. How about you? Uh, mine is a small business called Tiny Dragon Dice. Here's the thing: I have accidentally started following like four or five custom dice makers on TikTok. Ooh. And this Dangerous. one, I am shouting out because I believe this is the one that made a Hades Town set. What? And are you kidding? I almost started weeping. They do 
theme dice for oh yeah and i wanted them really bad i actually i want to commission a set of dice for one of my D &D characters uh with like a with like a silvery blue liquid core Mm -hmm. so that it's like shimmery and cool but this person's dice are so beautiful so I encourage you to follow them on Instagram and on TikTok, and I believe they have an Etsy shop. I'll make sure that all of the links for that are noted in the post and in the show notes. Awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Well, what a fun one. I would love to hear if anybody already incorporates mirror magic yeah. into their work. And and if not, did this inspire you to maybe include it? We'd love to hear from you, and as if always. You, if you know where I can source a good obsidian mirror. Yeah. Let Corey know. Let me know. Well, until next time. Be well. Harm none. And don't forget, you are magic. Thank you so much for listening. Please, if you are so inclined, follow us on our socials, which is Twitter at Bonfire Babble and Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Bonfire Babble Podcast. You can also follow us or join us on Patreon at Bonfire Babble Witches on Patreon and our website at bonfirebabble.com. If you're into snail mail, you can send us that at P.O. Box 16341, Seattle, Washington, 98116. And if you want to do that electronic thing, we're at bonfirebabblepodcast at gmail.com. Please also, if you have a moment, leave us a rating or a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It helps us out. It also helps other people find us. Yeah, and if you do it on Apple where you can actually write something, we will shout you out your name. Thank you again for listening. Bonfire Babble Podcast recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of the beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the tribe, go to realrentduwamish.org.